Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. Don't leave home without it. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Bat Free, number 159, was originally released December 29th, 2016. The following is a recording of a live radio show that was presented New Year's Eve, 1946. There are seven secret battlements on the coasts of the United States to protect us from the Axis powers. They are Battlement Patriot, Victory, Allegiance, Lincoln, Triumph, Achievement, and Freedom. These are the stories of the men of Battlement Freedom. you buy Crab Constellation Cigarettes, the cigarette that 9 out of 10 doctors recommend for good health. But that 10th doctor is an oncologist, and what do they know? Today's episode, Countdown to Doom! Last time, as you recall, the men of Battlement Freedom, who work on the 7th floor of a New York City building, were in a quandary. As today's episode opens, we hear team leader Bob Bell speak. Where is Charlie Kunchpard, my technician expert? I need him here right now. General Bell, I think I saw him leave to get more information at the library. But we're in a quandary. No, I think he's in a yellow cab. But we've been intercepting messages from members of the fifth column. Would that be Hedda Hopper? Not column as in newspaper columns. I'm talking about rat Nazis. Oh, yeah, Nat Ratsy. Rat Nazis. Rat Nazis. guys. Yes. And we haven't been able to decode their messages. Why? is that? Because our decoder is in a quandary? No. Or a yellow cab? Yes, that could be... Colonel Bell, Colonel Bell, Colonel Bell, I'm back from the library. That's general. No, that's the secret library that's open only to us members of Battlement Freedom. Battlement Freedom takes too long to say and we're in a rush, so use the shortened version. Yes, sir. For members of Bat Free. And why were you at this secret library of our secret organization when we're all in a quandary? First, to look up the word quandary. Next, to do some research because, Lieutenant Bell, General, the Nazis have changed their code. Maybe it's no longer freezing there. I always change my code when it's not freezing. Grab a lighter code. This is no time for hijinks. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi Mr. Mr. Jinx. Sorry, we have no time for you. Go bother the Mies brothers. Ah, oh, but I hate Mises to pieces. Now, where were we? In, in a, a quandary. quandary. Maybe we should be in a conference room. Silence, Sid. Let me make sure I get this correct. We know that the Nazis are going to try something sometime today. Right. right. 
Right. But before we could find out what that's going to be, they changed their code. Right. right. So if we can't listen into their code, what do we have Laugh. left? Nothing, Sergeant Bell. General. So I must crack that code. You'd better hurl each... What? You were about to say you better hurl each... No, I won't. Yes, you will. Guys, we're broadcasting live. You'd better hurry, Charlie. Why is it so hard? You better be quick about it then, Charlie. After all, it's only a few minutes till midnight. And if this is going to happen today, it's going to happen soon. Yes, sir, Admiral, sir. General. I only need three things to concentrate. And what are those three things? A quiet room. You got it. A wireless radio set. No problem. Uh, Miss LaBoomba, our secretary. Forget it. With the speed of thought, Charlie Kunchbard tried to break the nasty German code when... Finally. I think I may have it, but there's a typographical error or somebody is stuttering. What do you mean, Charlie? Part of the message says AA bomb. Sounds like a stutter to me. Wait a minute. Did you say AA bomb? Yes, I did. A bomb made by the Automobile Association? No, they're talking about a A bomb. Uh-huh. What? An A bomb. Huh? An atomic bomb. <laughs> Nobody has cracked the secret of making an atomic bomb that we know of. Well, yeah, that kind of goes without saying. Mr. Bell, that makes this whole message make sense. What does it say, Arnie? It says What it... does it say? Oh, sorry, I stepped on your line there, Private. General. It says AA bomb V2 NYC. 2,400. Good heavens. No, that's not on there. It ain't worth 2,400. Do you know what that means? They wanted the message to be really short? No, it means the Germans have developed an A-bomb. They're going to put it on a V-2 rocket and send it to New York City to explode at 12 midnight. New Year's Eve. We'll return to our spine-tingling story after this word from... Our sponsor. Friends, are you looking for a clean, fresh smoke? Then pick up a pack of Crab Constellation cigarettes today. Every puff will be like being out in the countryside, leaning over a burning pile of fresh hay and inhaling. And nine out of ten doctors agree. Crab Constellation cigarettes are good for your lungs. Here's one of those doctors now. When you smoke a Crab Constellation cigarette, it places patented T-balls in your lungs that are so sticky they gather up dust and other debris. When you cough, these T-balls are expelled, along with all the nasty stuff they collect. So, the more you cough with Crab Constellation cigarettes, the healthier you are. (laughs) I feel better already. So, friends, go out to your favorite store now and buy a carton of healthy, fresh, clean Crab Constellation cigarettes. Hurry now to make sure your favorite store isn't closed. Go now. It's later than you think. Try our cigarettes, light up a stack. Crab Constellation, go get a pack. A tasty smoke sensation. With a puff quick as a wink. Time's running out. It's later than you think. And now, back to tonight's exciting episode. Countdown to Doomsday. So, Charlie, you're sure about this? The Germans are sending a V-2 rocket to New York City to blow it up before midnight tonight? Oh, nice recap. Lieutenant Bell. General. I'm afraid it's worse than that. With New Year's only 15 minutes or so away, they've already launched the V-2 rocket. 
It's headed here now! Then New York is doomed. Here, look out the window. Look out there on Times Square. People gathering for the New Year celebration. There must be dozens, maybe even hundreds of people out there. Who thought that would have caught on so big? And they're all standing in the middle of a giant bullseye. Where? I don't see any... I was speaking metaphorically. Charlie, everyone calls you a genius. Is there any way you can stop this attack? The V-2 rocket is much too fast to be stopped with our conventional aircraft. Um, think, Charlie, think. There's got to be a way. Well, now that you mention it... What? 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 I was talking with my good friend Albert the other day. Oh, that German guy that plays the violin with the frizzy hair. Yeah, that's him. I didn't know violins could grow hair. Quiet, Quiet Sid. Sid. Go on, Charlie. We discussed the possibility of multiple universes all side by side, but never touching. I think I'm following you. I think I have no idea what you're nattering about. Let me see if I can explain this in a way that you can understand. Let's say that this pile of 100 sheets of paper is 100 parallel universes. Uh... These five sheets of paper are five parallel universes. They're parallel but never intersecting. Like the pages of a comic book. Yeah, go with that, Sid. Okay, Charlie, even if this theory were true, how could that help us? Well, each parallel universe is slightly different. Let me show you what I mean. As you can see, I'm putting carbon paper between each of the sheets of paper. So you can make four copies of whatever you put on the top sheet of paper. Sort of like a comic book. It's not like a comic book at all. I'm sticking with my analogy. If I draw a line on this top sheet of paper, each sheet of paper under it will have the same line. Right? Right. Wrong. No, it's right. Oh, I thought it was a trick question. Is this a pop quiz? Now, let me give you a demonstration. Commodore Bell. Just say, mister. Mr. Bell. You take hold of the second sheet of paper by this corner. All right. Okay, now, Sid, huh? you take hold of this corner of the third sheet of paper. All righty. Okay, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Mr. Jinx? Yes? Come over here. All righty. You take a hold of the corner of the fourth sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, Kitty Capra girl. Yeah? Come here. Okay. You take hold of the corner of the fifth sheet of paper. Okay. Now, when I say go, I'm going to start drawing a line on the top sheet of paper, and you all start moving your sheets of paper around in random patterns. Oh, like a comic book. No, it's it's not not like like a a comic book. Three, two, one, go. That's it. Move those sheets around. That's it. That's it. All right, now, separate all the sheets. You will notice that each sheet has a different design on it. Hmm. They're not the same, although they all originated from the original lines that I drew. So that means... You're a lousy artist. No, it proves that parallel dimensions are not exactly alike. There are small differences that can branch off in different directions. Are you suggesting that we could possibly escape into a parallel dimension? Yes, Mr. Bellasworth. Well, how can we get from one dimension to another? Well... Like punching a hole in the paper? Yes, Sid, exactly. If we could punch a hole in our sheet of paper or our dimension, we could slip into another dimension. That's amazing. My theory? No, that Sid said something reasonably intelligent. You know, hey. But the theory is interesting, too. You betcha. Will the atomic bomb make enough of a rift for us to slip through dimensions? No, that wouldn't be enough. But I think that it can add to the explosion with a quantum electronical flux capacitator. Uh-oh. 
quite He's far over salivating again. Easy, easy, well, Charlie, easy. That will enhance the explosion to send us into another parallel dimension. But we have just minutes till midnight. Can you make this happen in time? Funny you should say in time, Mr. Bell, because if we go through a rift between dimensions, we may end up in not only a different dimension, but a different time. Well, it seems to be our only choice. I don't know. There's always running. You can't outrun an atomic explosion. Oh. Then get to work. To the lab. We don't have a lab. To the table over here. The minutes ticked by. The crowd in Times Square grew larger. Midnight approached. When finally... Eureka! You don't smell so good of yourself. Huh? If my interdimensional machine reaches full power just as the blast occurs, we may be thrown into a parallel dimension. Hark! You're a little late on the Christmas carols there, Mr. No, 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 listen, listen. I can hear an incoming rocket. It's the V2. It's approaching. We have just seconds left. Even the people in our office are starting to count down for the new year. Should we warn everybody what's about to happen? No, Sid. If it works, they'll all find out. And if it doesn't work, well, it won't matter anyway. Yes, it will. We'll all get blown to bits. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. How about if we all ducked and covered? No. Uh, put our hands over our heads? No, no, no. Jumped up in the air at the last second? Nothing will help, Sid. Okay. I'm powering up the interdimensional machine now. Just in time. Here comes the V2. Well, guys, yeah. this is it. Oh, boy. No matter what happens. Happy New Year! 2017! Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, what a year 2016 was. Oh, I tell you what. Oh, it's finally over and the New Year has I tell you what. Guys, you know... At this moment, the few first seconds of a new year, we should reflect back and think about years past. Some of them were really good. Some of them were real stinkeroos, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, no matter how bad a year seems, you know, it could have always been worse. What do you mean by worse, Mr. Bell? Well, Mr. Bell, things seem pretty bad to me at times. I know, I know, I know, but you're here, you're alive, you're living a nice life. Things could have been a lot worse. Are you getting philosophical in the corners, Mr. Bell? Yeah, Mr. Bell. Are you getting what Arnie said on us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting philosophical because I, I keep thinking about something that my grandfather said before he mysteriously disappeared during World War II. Oh, here it comes. Hang in there, Arnie. This will all blow over in a minute. He said, learn from the past, uh -huh. live for the future, uh -huh. and don't take your present for granted. Oh. Well, you got me kind of a cheap present this year, so That's I don't... That's not what he's talking about, Brad. He's saying that the future isn't written yet. Actually, Doc Brown said that in Back to the Future 3, but you still get the general... All right, all right, all right. It's New Year's. Let's stop philosophizing and eat some snacks. A capital idea, yeah. Brad! Yeah, okay. Pass the checks mix and let's chow down. And to all our listeners... Both of them. <laughs> happy 2017. And this episode is copyright, well, oddly enough, 2016, by John Bell Creative, LLC. Ooh, time anomaly. Happy New Year! You're one of those really hot chips. Hot chicks? No, I said chips, but actually your idea is not so bad. Where's that gap? You don't really want me to answer that, do you? Oh, this year's getting off to a great start.
You can listen to classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre. And the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.